0: a little bit for the listeners benefit, a little bit of information about you and how you help people and, and any other information you think will be useful.
1: Well, for 30 odd years in one guise or another, I was an accountant. I was an accountant in the industry, then an accountant in practice. Heaven help me. I was rubbish at it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I became, I guess, uh, a consultant and then a business coach. And currently I describe myself as an awareness coach. So it's helping people get clarity. So it's business owners still, um, but get clarity around what it is they would love to create in their life and how the business will serve that, Um, uh, but particularly around the kinds of things that they're likely to do to sabotage it from their belief patterns, et cetera. So it's awareness of what they would love and awareness of what's probably playing out for them that will hold them back from it. Yeah.
0: Great. And is that predominantly with uh, people in the sort of local area? What's the sort of um, area that you cover? just so the listeners know uh, how far they need to be away from you or how close they need to be towards you?
1: Well, unfortunately, um, uh, I, I was operating predominantly on Zoom even before COVID. So from that perspective, yeah. not very much has changed, fortunately for me. I appreciate it has for many other people. Um, so, literally anywhere in the world. And I have coached people okay. in West Coast America and things of that nature. So, yeah. Okay. That's a bit of a time difference, isn't it? I know the West it Coast is. One, it of the, is one of my <laughs> least
0: favorite. That's <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Australia. Sorry, listeners, yeah. if you're in the West Coast or in Australia, but uh, because in the UK, they're the two most
1: difficult time zones to deal with. Fortunately, I, I I tend to be okay with late nights. So, if I start a session <laughs> at 10, 10 p.m. or something, you know, I'm still still on it.
0: That's uh, not too bad. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm more of an early morning, so it doesn't, doesn't suit me. Australia is probably a, bit, a little bit better. So, uh, as as we talked about just before the recording started, I'm sat, um, I'm, I'm mobile at the moment. I'm actually outside of Starbucks and a Starbucks takeaway. Uh, government guidelines permitting me to do this uh, and drinking my coffee. So, what coffee um, do you like to drink, Stuart, and, and, and why that particular uh, coffee?
1: Well, I'm afraid I'm a bit of a philistine. I, 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 I quite like I quite like an instant coffee. Um, okay. I drink, I, I, I drink it black and and pure black with 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 no adulterations. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, what, what's but, what's your favorite?
0: I, in, what's your favorite instant coffee then? Because I've had a few people that have actually said, you know what? Yeah, we like instant coffee, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's what we like at the end of the day. Is is there a
1: particular brand or a
0: particular type of coffee that's your favorite?
1: I even switch around. I even switch around with that because even even in the instance you can you can you can feel the blend. You you, you do know when you're getting a rich one and when you're not. And it just you know depends mm. on what the mood takes me. I've usually got two or three of them in the cupboard, and uh, so not not quite as much of a philistine as I might as I might appear. <laughs> no, no,
0: no. And at the end of the day, it's about taste, isn't it? And we drink yeah. what we like. We uh, exactly. don't drink it because it it fits a particular uh, theme or current behaviour aspect so that's that's great and you mentioned you take you take it you take it black mm. uh are there any other favorite drinks that you've you've got that you drink during the day or on those late night calls to the uh pacific coast
1: yeah mint tea i quite okay. like uh i can't remember the called now but there's a three mint one they do which is rather nice
0: yeah see i i, I struggle with um mint tea a little bit I, I've tried it a few times, and I like green teas. I like ginger and lemons, but mint—I just never seem to quite get get the taste for it.
1: Unfortunately. Yeah. Well, this particular one—I wish I could remember the brand, but it's, it's 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 a it's three different mints, and I like the blend of that. Ah, right. Okay.
0: So let's get into some of the the, the business uh, side of the questions and give our listeners something to to take away, other than uh, uh, knowing about a bit of instant coffee and three uh, three mint teas i would be good um what's the the latest or most significant thing that you've worked on in in
1: your business at the moment well this has been powerful for me in the work that i do um it's kind of a core premise of the work that i do is that we are a being having a human journey so we're a human being in that sense that there is almost this duality between those two elements um, now that might sound a bit weird from an ex-accountant uh, business coach, um, yeah. but as a premise, we can connect with our being. Hence the company name, "Being in Business," um, yeah. to help us create what we would love to create. And so that that's often where where I start with with people is to get a real clarity around what they would love from that perspective. So uh, my, my the work that i've been doing recently on on branding has been with a fellow intuitive coach shall we say so we literally okay. have connected with the essence of my brand uh intuitively um okay. by connecting to that the genius the being um that each of us mm. has so what what sort of drove you this is where i dive a bit deeper so apologies for this don't <laughs> no, it, but great
0: what what drove you to move from um, an accountant to somebody what, what was what was the purpose what was the why behind this shift and obviously you've had the recent shift but you know what what's been the the sort of evolution of of this
1: well I I guess you'd call it an awakening I, I awaken to to soul to spirit whatever you want to call it and yeah. you know I'm making this sound potentially more wacky and woo than it actually is uh, the yeah. kind of awareness that we get um, connecting to our being is very grounded and very practical um, yeah. you know it's, it's just a, an acknowledgement that, that our head will often only serve us with a, a best all it can do is rehash what you've already learned mm-hmm. whereas you know you can step genuinely into completely fresh awareness intuition, inspiration, creativity innovation if you disengage the head a little if you disengage the you know, yeah. the, the conscious mind
0: yeah. But that's 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 quite. A, I mean, I, I love what you're saying. Uh, yeah. But for the listeners, I'm sure they'll probably agree with me. But that's quite an unusual thing for an accountant or yeah. somebody who has been an accountant in the past to to say. So, um, was there a particular point in which you can say this is where it started? Was there an inspiration? Was there a, a, a moment where you could share with listeners that um, you know that would help us perhaps? Um, just connect a little bit to what got you started in all this. Yeah,
1: uh, absolutely. Because this is this is also where people will find themselves who who might be interested in in in, in what I do. It's I, I my first ever business coach when I stopped being an accountant in industry and, and started working for myself. Um, uh, I was drawn to her, which I put down to my intuition now, but I wouldn't have done at the time necessarily. Mm. And she did a process, which I also am a practitioner, in. it's called core process, which is a beautiful way of describing what you do in your essence. Mm -hmm. And the words that came out for me, it's just an action verb and a noun. The words that came out for me were awakening freedom. So when I'm the energy or the Mm -hmm. essence of awakening freedom, Um, I'm in my flow I serve other people from the best uh, highest uh, perspective and uh, that's what that that, that's what opened it out for me she then invited me to go to a particular uh, weekend retreat type thing where again there was a there was a shift for me there and bizarrely perhaps or serendipity if, if you believe yeah. that um the work I now do the coaching I now do which is uh, natural success coaching uh was the work that this guy was doing all those years ago yeah,
0: <laughs> it was the same okay.
1: modality and I came to it again about six seven years later um yeah. uh, and realized it was the same thing and but the second time round uh, it. it's it got a hold of me and I, I did all the trainings for myself and then trained to be an accredited coach in it. Right. So I think the listeners have, 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 got a gist of that. How was it
0: before that moment and how has it been since that moment for you? What's that experience been like?
1: Well, it's, there's, there's two elements to it. Cause as I say, you've got that, you've got the human and the being, and uh, mm. uh, sometimes or, or quite often in conflict with each other because the human is endeavoring to keep you small and safe and and all the all the things in its belief patterns what it believes about the world yeah uh, and your being is whole and complete and perfect and uh, knows uh exactly what would be in your best interest so there's tension there's conflict between those two um okay. and so the, the the shift for me is um exactly i i, I guess what i I am my own avatar if you like yeah, Is, is the, the awareness of what's going on in my thoughts and feelings and definitions and assumptions and perceptions um, are not true. The things that may have triggered them may well be true, but the actual thoughts and feelings are not true. And the more we can bring those to the light and allow them to just to fall away, not to attach to them quite so much. Um, the, the, the easier it is to shed the humanness if you like and then at the same time if we can accept that there is this other orientation there is this being that has things it would love to create this time around in this form um we can start to focus over there instead
0: right and what kind of differences what kind of um effects if you like have you seen from from making that shift then
1: well, I I now live my life in, in in a in a I will use the word in a in a in a state of grace where where, where I am infinitely calmer. My default, and I still have it, mm. <laughs> in yep. my ego is uh, what what in the word we call a powerless belief. I believe I'm powerless, other people have all the power. And in order for me to feel powerful, I get grumpy, I get cross, I Try to yeah. dominate. I try to control, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Just imagine Donald Trump. Me, that's that's the Uber <laughs> um, uh, yeah. powerless belief going on. Um, yeah. But that's not me. That's that's what I've made up about myself over over the years. Um, mm. So I can now be aware of that. So in, in in contrast, I spend far more my time in grace, in ease, at peace with myself and others, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And that's mm. the gift I would love to share with 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 people. Um, whatever's true for them it may not be the same combination but that's what that was true for me
0: yeah and I think you've you've hit on quite a key point there and I think yeah, you know, obviously I've interviewed a lot of coaches and uh, you know I've been a coach for over 12 years now uh, myself is it's that wanting to help other people achieve that kind of level that you just talked about that drives us all isn't it and we all have mm. our different things mine is more business success some is more career you know, yours is obviously on on that awareness and that natural success, uh, but it's it's that the, the experiencing it our, ourselves that makes I think some of the best coaches in the world. You know, yeah. when you've been through it yourself, having read a book or purchased a manual um, is good, but to actually ha- have immersed yourself in it as you've done, you know, that's credit to you. Stuart it, and uh, you know, I take my hat off to you because that's that clearly is what has allowed you to do what you do for the last seven to eight years, because, Mm. uh, you know, that's, that's, you know, credit to, to that in itself. So, is there a particular common thing that you see in people? You mentioned the Donald Trump there as the absolute extreme of that control power. Is, is there something that you in, in those seven or eight years have found more common that people
1: that are listening to this might say, Yeah, actually, that's more like me. Yeah, perhaps the single most common one is I'm not worthy, um, which can often play out as I'm, you know, at its deepest, I'm unlovable. Um, People with that belief tend to put others first. Uh, um, You know, they're they're always helping, um, as I say, putting others there first. Another one is I'm not good enough. Um, Yeah. Tend to be very driven, very pushy. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah there's, there's many it, others. It, it's interesting as you're saying that though because
0: you know, I'm sure for the listeners when you hear a description of somebody uh, or the way that somebody feels about themselves of I'm not worthy um, you wouldn't then associate the behaviour of putting other people first with that kind of person because you think they would be perhaps the opposite of that, you know, if they're not worthy, they're going to be more introvert, more of themselves, but you know, putting other people first for the listeners might not be a behavior that they associate with. with that well, kind of person. What, see
1: what's going on there is they are seeking love and the way mm. that they seek love is by being worthy, by being good, the ah, good girl, the good yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and being a very helpful Um and actually in 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 a lot of this work comes from a model called the enneagram uh, and in the enneagram as the stress level rises we shift from one profile to another and the helper actually shifts into that powerless one into that grumpy yeah. so there there comes a point where you're not noticing how helpful I'm being, you know, comes yes. into play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, a yeah, it's a fascinating model, fascinating model, and yeah. and and the work is, is that's just one element of it, but it's it's quite a powerful profiling tool. Um, yeah. uh, albeit that. Yeah, go on. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I, I was going to say um, for for the listeners, uh, I'm sure you know we've all faced uncertain times. We've all faced challenges that we never would have dreamt that we would have faced. Uh, during the last 12 months. Uh, Have you seen uh, any particular effects of what is happening around us in our environment with the pandemic, lockdowns? Have you seen that cause more of a shift between uh, awarenesses and behaviours? Or has anything new come up that you'd like to share with the listeners that perhaps they ought to look out for or be aware of?
1: Well, it tends to heighten whatever's going on for you. Um, the, 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 as a premise, these, these are just premises, you know, they're just concepts, but as a, as a premise, um, we create most of this in the first, you know, three to four years of life. Um, and then we just reinforce it and reinforce it and reinforce it. So COVID is, is accelerating that reinforcement. Um, so if you're fearful and you have a trust belief, you don't trust people, then you're going to be even more fearful and less trusting. Yeah. Um, you know i I'll, I'll give an example i had i had a client who when covid came he he had a big i'm not good enough belief running for him and essentially it was his fault that he that the business had gone down if he'd just been good enough he'd have beaten covid you know
0: and right. that's that's <laughs> okay. how it can work
1: for us that's how it can well, work for us you know yeah yeah
0: yeah and i think it's important for the listeners to to realize that yeah they often it is that amplification that you need to look out for, isn't it? You know, you might recognise that things have increased in intensity or they have made a shift, and that's to realise that you need perhaps to reach out and get get the help to cope with it as well. And obviously Mm -hmm. that's where people like yourself come in. Um, Before we go on to the next question of uh, giving the listeners one tip, because I think, you know, this is an important part to do this. And I know you've been – you've got a website that you're creating – Tell the listeners how best they can reach out to you and and find out more about you, and more about what you do. And I know you're in the process of shifting, as you said, going through yeah, rebranding, et etc. But just just explain to the listeners how they can connect with you.
1: Well, uh, um, through LinkedIn is the best way at the moment. Um, coming coming soon is stuartkurslake.com. <laughs> I'm owning hey. my, my own uh, brand, um, but uh, yeah, the best the best way is through LinkedIn. And if they search on LinkedIn at the moment for Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T,
0: yeah. and then Kerslake, uh, I've got it down as K-E-R-S-L-A-K-E. Yeah. Is that
1: right? And yep. I'm not the one who's in the army. I think there's only two of us. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: so, you know, listeners, you know where to go and find Stuart. And, um, you know, when the website is is up, uh, you know, keep, keep an eye on the LinkedIn profile and see when that's, Uh, when that's up as well and and have a look i'm sure stuart appreciate you uh, giving some uh, some feedback on the website as well as digesting some of the content that's out there so stuart if you could give the the listeners one tip one lesson one thing that they can take something and do something with you know one thing i'm very keen on these podcast listeners is that you you actually do something you can listen to this all day long but if you don't do anything with what you learnt, then it's it's been a waste of my time and it's been a waste of Stuart's time so Stuart, so if you can give people something to do something with or to take action upon what what would that be in today's podcast
1: well I think following on from what we've been talking about with Covid kind of exacerbating and accelerating uh, awareness of our stuff i mean the first thing is because of that it's so obvious even if it's your relatives who are telling you how obvious it is that you're in your stuff um yeah. that's one upside of it you can actually notice it's going on for you um but the tip I, w- I would really love to give is it is purely structural it is not personal it means nothing about you it is just those structures that you have lived with for in my case 62 years um Playing out again and again, and the fact that it means nothing about you means that 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 uh, you can reframe that and 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 fully come back to your true self. Uh, it, it is just a structure. There are empowering structures that you can put in place um, that uh, that bring out the best of you. And 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 uh, uh, yeah, as I say, it means nothing. It's nothing about you. It is purely yeah. the structure that you're in.
0: And I think that's a really important thing that you've shared this to it, because I think there will be a lot of listeners out there that feel that it's always been like that and it can never change. Mm. You know, it's almost, you know, um, that old adage of, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, I've had plenty of old dogs (laughs) and I've taught them plenty of new tricks. (laughs) Um, You know, I've got one at the moment uh, who's learning some new new stuff now and he's a border collie and he's 14 years old. So I think that's really important to realize, listeners, that, you know, what Stuart shared there is that you can reframe that structure and you can, you know, escape uh, or change whatever you're in at the moment. Um, So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for sharing. Is is there any way that um, any additional way that you could perhaps ask people to um, to recognize or to take that first step? You know, is there something that gets in the way of people doing something with what you've just said, Stuart? I'm sure they'll all be thinking that oh yeah yeah I I I know that but then there's always something gets in
1: the way isn't it there's always an obstacle well for me it's I I just take two intentional breaths two really deep breaths on the in-breath I just allow you know love light abundance possibility whatever whatever word works for you to breathe that breathe that in and on the out-breath I just literally empty out of the conversation that's just gone on, the thoughts and things that were going on in my head. And it's amazing how one or two breaths can actually bring you back to your true nature and drop you out of your head and into your heart. Perfect,
0: great. Well, that's that's a great uh, tip. And uh, listeners, I hope you um, listen to what Stuart has, has said in this podcast. Recognise things in yourself. Realise that things don't have to stay as they are. Reach out to somebody like Stuart Um, and Stuart himself you know you've got the connection with him on LinkedIn and yeah listen to those tips and yeah take those those breaths it's it's amazing isn't it you know it's one of the most important things we can't go without breath Mm. for very long at all is it you know and yet we we struggle with our breathing the most you know it's a thing we we focus on the least many of us so um, the listeners can't see it, but obviously I can see you uh, there. You've got a background. So I'm going to ask you, because of probably we're likely to go into another national lockdown, and it's difficult to ask where your next coffee is going to be and, mm. and when. But so I'm going to ask you, Stuart, where would your dream coffee be? If we were going to sit and have a coffee tomorrow morning, where would that dream location be to have that coffee?
1: Uh, it'd be somewhere in, in a bar overlooking the Mediterranean.
0: Okay. Anywhere in particular? Any any particular uh, spot? Any particular bar?
1: I I, I like Ibiza, and uh, yeah, there's there's a number of hippie bars uh, in the northern part of the uh, of the island. That, that, that it's an absolute joy to uh, to sit there Fantastic. and look out over the sea. Yeah.
0: And um, would you prefer sunrise or sunset?
1: Do you know what sunset? I think sunset, uh, okay. particularly on a warm summer's day. But so the listeners
0: and, yeah. yeah the, the <laughs> listeners need to conjure a picture of a bar overlooking the mediterranean as a sun setting it's still warm uh, it's a beautiful bar uh, any particular music playing is there a bit of background music there as well just to put uh, us in the mood
1: ah <laughs> no, easy e- e- easy listening i think but but anything in particular yeah yeah perfect great
0: well um the image you've got behind there is of an island. I think you said that island is in for there. I've never been to Ibiza. I've been to Mallorca um, way, way too many times uh, without visiting either any of the other uh, sort of Spanish islands. So uh, perhaps I'll put that on my bucket list mm-hmm. for when we can travel to go and visit Ibiza one time as well. So we'll get up to the meetings. north if you can. Up to the north. If I can, yeah, yeah. Great. Well, mm-hmm. it's been an absolute pleasure have you on the podcast Stuart. We've learned a little bit more about instant coffee and mint tea and uh, certainly we another dream location we've not had uh, that on our dream locations so far and of course listeners this has been part of my mission to help businesses and coaches around the globe become more aware of the possibilities that they have which I think Stuart's done an excellent job of uh, giving us that today but also providing some great education Uh, on how we can better ourselves become better in business and more successful and of course we've talked about coffee too Uh, thanks very much Stuart again for taking part and listeners thank you for being on this podcast episode and look forward to having you on the next podcast thanks pleasure. thank you okay take care bye for now bye